it was like they were trying to make her the Canadian Madonna. And she's like bopping all around. She's got like a big hat. She's like doing dance moves and stuff. It no. felt like watching like Morgan Freeman break dance. Like it just looked wrong. So this is, this is, <laughs> this is, I'm sorry. Now I can't get Morgan Freeman. Out of <laughs> So, uh, Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette. I, I asked you kind of how, how, the, how the first album landed in, on, on your ears back then, and I was just going to do the same for this album, if that's cool. Yes, please. So, this is 90, 94, 95, somewhere in there. I'm, I'm an eight or nine-year-old boy, and this is on the radio that I'm listening to. This is, uh, this is 99.1 HFS back in, back in the day. Um, it was like an alt rock station. That's where I listened to all my Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Nirvana and kind of all the all the bands that I grew up with. All things I don't know. I know, but that. yeah. And I remember just being like, "Oh, this woman is mad. She's mad because because the, the song <laughs> the song that came on the radio, like the big smash hit, was You Ought to Know. That's the one that got played on the radio a lot, and, and that which kind of catapulted her into uh, fame and recognition." Um, and I remember loving it at the time as a kid and having to pretend like I didn't because it wasn't cool to like, it wasn't cool to like a girl artist. Like I was getting called out for like being gay or whatever Uh, because I liked a girl artist. Right. And I've always liked female vocals. Also, yeah. What what, should be careful? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, I thought you said we should be careful saying something. No, no. I would say that I said, "Oh, that'd be terrible if you were gay." Right. But I mean, that, that, that was yeah. I, but that's I that's the you. reality of the like, '90s. That's what I was too. Yeah. dealing with. It was fucked yeah. up. But yeah, I, I I remember. I never sat down and listened to the album until today. But I knew, uh, like, uh, "You Ought to Know" was a massive hit. "Head Over Feet," ironic, is probably the second biggest hit. And uh, "One Hand in My Pocket" is the other big one. So these are all songs that were played on the radio ah, a lot. That's but that's kind of yeah all I have to say on that. Do you want do you want to kick us off? Give a little. How'd you feel? Um, did you want to give any other background? Oh on right, yeah, of course. Elias, yeah. more so. So just because I was like, I usually it usually helps me. I don't know anything. So this is where I learned. <laughs> Uh, Alanis Morissette was born June first, nineteen seventy four, in Ontario, Canada. She's a Canadian. Uh, oh, the parents were ah. teachers at a military school. Which pause. Canada has a military. I was surprised to learn that. <laughs> uh, and they often had to move around the world. Uh, she spent two years in, or three years in Germany before coming back to Canada at age six. Shortly after returning, she began to play piano and take dance lessons. And in junior high school, she appeared on the children's sketch comedy show, 
You can't do that on television. Have you ever heard of that no. before? No. Have you watched it? Is that a real show that people watched? Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a late eighties, early nineties, pretty no mid mid eighties to late eighties. It was a sketch comedy show with kids, and they are the first people to have slimed people. Like Nickelodeon slimes people. Oh, they got uh, they took a big yeah, inspiration wow. from that, and it, it was if you said I don't know, you would get slimed if you were a guest or 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 a per, or a performer on yeah. on on that on that show. She was on that for six episodes. Uh, there also it was a weird sketches like there'd be this recurring one where these kids would be like being oh. fired on, like put to death by a firing squad. So all the all yeah. the jokes were like the kids like taking off the blindfold and like trying to get out of it and stuff. But it's, it's a very dark right, right. imagery That's scene. That's dark yeah. though. That's... Different times, man. Which actually makes more sense for her. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to be, I've listened to this album and a word that didn't come up to me was funny. So I'm like trying to figure out how that fits. Yeah. So she recorded her first album, which is called Alanis in 1989. That has a completely different vibe and feel. Uh, it was very much like a poppy Ooh. dance album that I'd always heard about, but I'd never listened to it until this morning because I wanted to check it out. It it was like they were trying to make her the Canadian Madonna. And she's like bopping all around. She's got like a big uh, hat. She's like doing dance moves and stuff. It no. felt like watching like Morgan Freeman break dance. Like it just looked wrong. So, so this is... This is... <laughs> This is. I'm sorry. Now I can't get Morgan Freeman out. Of my <laughs> so this is the album before this album, right? This is two albums. That will make that makes some of the song two albums because that makes the, a song or two make more sense. I mm-hmm. think. Okay. Uh, during this time when she was trying to be a poppy, dancey sensation, like a proto Britney Spears in some ways, uh, she opened for Vanilla Ice several times. So she was she was she was oh. out there doing things. Uh, in 1993, she began writing what would become Jagged Little Pill while still living at home with her parents. Whoa, we've been there, buddy. She moved to L.A. and began working on the music for the album with Glenn Ballard. The experimental sounds r- resulted in an alt-rock sound with notable grunge and pop-rock influences. Uh, I, at this point, I have to inform you, she was 19 when she wrote this. 19! No, you're fucking She was kidding. 19! Like, I can't... You're kidding. I mean, oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. So that makes me think of like, have you heard Olivia Rodrigo? Have you? We're gonna get there. Uh, Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes. Is she nineteen as well? How old is she? She's seventeen, eighteen. Like she's very young. She's in high school. Just got done. I don't know. Man, you piss off a woman, they will give you a great album. Oh, man, that's a Uh, The album was a smash hit and met widespread praise. One reviewer stated, quote, As slick as the music is, the lyrics are unvarnished, and Morissette unflinchingly explores emotions so common, most people would be ashamed to articulate them. And I thought that was incredibly well put. It peaked at number one on the Billboard charts and held at that position for 12 weeks total. Morissette held the title for youngest artist to be certified diamond in the U.S. until she was beaten by Britney Spears. Ah, there we go. The accolades for this album are just way too many to to 
like mentioned, there's Juno Awards, Grammys, countless female artists saying and stating that yeah. Alanis was a point of inspiration. This was a massive album in general, but especially for women and, and female artists. Makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I I like the album a lot. I I've been telling people this week. I was like, this is a hard week. Like this is this is because I I love acid rap and then I was like and I love jagged little pill so I was like I don't know what to do with Yay, this because uh, <laughs> uh, usually it, to me it's pretty clear like which one I don't yeah. know like which one I like more or whatever and so like this one was tougher where I was like this is we're swinging today uh, our first one we got is all I really want I love harmonicas so I'm never gonna be mad to hear one <laughs> so I was happy about it. I was like okay. We see okay, and I and I didn't know a better way to say this is this is the equivalent of you saying I like the rapping. I was like, I like the way the guitar sounds. I noted her voice is like super unique to me, and sometimes it feels like she's like half talking to us, which was kind of a cool. I I'm really into that experience. Like it felt like an experience having that. Some of the lines. I have a lot of <laughs> yep. notes on this album. Uh, <laughs> oh, but one of the first things that I noted, though, is that this song sounds a lot like a background song for the TV show Charm. Okay. Did you ever watch the TV show Charm? I, never, I know exactly what it is. I never watched it. Which is fair. Uh, have I seen every episode? Yes. And what they do, and this is like in the 90s, I guess, they have a lot of like female music in the background like a female okay. artist coming so i think i might have actually heard this like in an episode and i just wouldn't know but the whole album kind of has that sound in a lot of ways in which i was like this could be in the background of a charmed outro um <laughs> so there's that odd thing about what caleb has seen in his life uh and still loves uh <laughs> let's see a line slap me with the splintered ruler and it would knock me to the floor if i wasn't there already if only I could hunt the hunter. So we have immediately this defying yes. authority fight inside of us. And I was like, yes, fuck him up. Let's hunt go. The like, if only, like, oh, you knocked me down. <laughs> I will say her voice like grew on me in ways that she's saying things that I like more. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a completely unique voice. Like nobody sounds like Alanis Morissette. And, and I respect it. And eventually it's, it's, uh, wow. What's that word when it like, it grows on you. I don't know. The line, you must wonder why I'm relentless and all strung out. I'm consumed by the chill of solitude. Mm, yep. And I was like, Oh, and I think, I think we get to, an this song is a great beginning. Cause I think it hits a lot of our main themes, right? So we've got defying authority in that other line. And then in this line, I'm frustrated by your apathy. That's the line. Like, that's like, like so many of them are you songs. Are like, you are this way and that way because you are, you just are apathetic. And I have a problem with that. Either if it's my own personal, like you broke my heart, you, or like a general you as a system, you as what, I, like it is, your apathy is a problem for me. And I, I'm here for it. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot of saying like, I want you to care more. It's usually just like, anger yeah, or the, like, care, the effect of it after the point but be like wake the fuck up and yeah. give a shit it is it is what it's just care 
Um, and, and that's, we got to that next line. Another line is, uh, and what I wouldn't give for, to find a soulmate, someone else to catch this drift. Like, man, she just wants love. Like these, these are the themes that are going to happen throughout the whole album. I want you to care more, fuck authority. And I just want love. Love. I like, uh, <laughs> I like, I like that she chose the word someone else to catch this drift. That sounds cool. Someone else to catch this drift. Like I'm a drift. Yeah. Drifting by. Some, catch me. Like, come on, catch me, catch this drift. <laughs> There's this like cool echo distortion thing that happens with the all around that I like. Uh, I wish I could mock it, but I can't, or like mimic it, but I uh-huh. can't. And then our first song has a silent moment, right? Why are you so petrified of silence? Here, can you handle this? Boom, silence. Oh, oh. Um, and I also wrote this as like, this is a silent moment, and technically, our first song. Not our intro, but our first song in Acid Rap is Push a Man slash Paranoia, where we have a space there too. And I was like, why are there these connections? Yep, I know. I, well, this unsettling silence, right? And the use of that in music is so exciting for me. When someone's like, and here's silence, deal with it. You know, you were listening, but ha. It's so. So it's like ooh, so edgy, so confrontational. Like oh god, it took me back. It took me back to that energy of the '90s of being like, just like that that fuck authority kind of kind of the same energy that uh, OK uh-huh. Computer had a little bit, where it's like, I like I'm bringing all this to you, normal fuckers. Like <laughs> you like you want music? Well, there's no music. That's like that I'm bringing the fucking table. Fuck you. <laughs> We're rebels. We're rebels in the night. Yes. Oh, I loved it. I love the line, and I have no concept of time other than it's flying. Here for that. Oof. Yeah. Uh, kind of haunts me a bit because I feel that, relate to that. Yep. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to say is just like overall, at first I wrote, this song is like a grungy version of Cardi B's I Like It. And then I resat with that thought. Huh. And I was like, that's not really what I want. What I want to say is that she is a straight shooter. You are going to know what it is, like get what she's saying. And I think that's what I got to, right? It's like we, the way we say, we phrase Cardi B the same way. We knew exactly how she liked it. If you know that song. <laughs> this in this, <laughs> in the same way, we know exactly like what she, what she thinks matters, what doesn't, what she's mad about. She's straightforward, straight shooter. And I really love that about like this whole album because I never am questioning Unlike OK Computer, where I was like, what the fuck is going on? This never had a question. And most of the time, it was like, you tell them. <laughs> like, get it. So. <laughs> tell them. Yeah, that's, uh, you hit, that's <laughs> almost everything I wanted to say as well. Uh, but I think, I think uh, it's a really great intro, just like you're saying. This is a thinking, feeling, angry, outspoken woman. And she's going to tell you exactly how she feels. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, everything else I'd just be retreading. So, yeah, that's that's. I got a lot of notes. Um, <laughs> next we got you ought to know, which you said is like the biggest. Like you catch it on the radio, which right? I do have to. I, I feel like I got to put something ahead of this for you specifically to know. Uh, oh, the man in this song is confirmed to be Dave Coulier, who played Uncle Joey. On Full House. Are you serious? Dead serious. Wow. This song is about... Cut it out. Oh, he should have cut it out much sooner. Because <laughs> she is pissed. 
<laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, Joey. Uncle Joey. Do you think he brought the puppet? <laughs> is, it, is that a line in here? Oh, she does have a puppet There's line, a line later. In, she has a puppet line, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. You want to know? No. Blow my mind. <laughs> uh, so starts off, and I was like, "Ooh, this voice is soft and vulnerable." And what ends up happening, and it's a, is a trend in this album, is that she starts soft. She starts low. She builds. She knows how to let the beat build. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. She knows how to get. <laughs> She knows how to build this song. She knows how to get there. Even in her softest songs, we still build. And so this is the first time I know it where I was like, ooh, we're soft and vulnerable. Like, okay, okay. We have just ended with, with that other song. And then uh, we go through our, our first verse here. I am intrigued by the concept of, uh, you know, perverted and excellent mother uh, are both things that are like attributed to this, to this woman. Mm. Um, it's like, is she perverted? Does she blow you in the theater? I can't remember the line. And then also, is she, I bet she's an excellent mother or something. I, I read it as like, she's both of those things. The the new lady that you have or whatever. And I just wanted to name that. I think I, those can both exist. And I just. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, the way I took it was like, uh, did she forget about me? Is she preferred like me. Would she go down on you in a theater? It was a slap in the face how quickly I was replaced. Oh, no, wait. I, I'm fucking it up. But I think she's saying, like, you're not going to be getting your dick sucked in the theater anymore, bro. I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother. Like, that's that's the energy I got. There it. we go. First of all, she's 19. Holy fuck. But yeah. Uh... Yeah. Well, this is an she, older version of her. That makes more sense because I was like. She states that. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, so this line. Does she know how you told me you'd hold me until you died? Till you died, but you're still alive. And I need you to know how excited I was about that line because Drake's new album, uh, Certified Lover Boy, has a very similar concept. And I, I've been loving really? that line a lot, which is, yes, it, it, it goes, if it was ride or die, then you should have been dead right now. Uh. Like, and there's like this line of like, you said you're right. And so it's like the same thing. And I was like, oh, 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 he stole it. <laughs> He made that black. But, like, I love that line, and I love that concept. But, like, you, you said you were going to do that till you die, and look, you're still and, alive. Like, what the fuck? And it's that build-up, too, that that incredibly cutting, biting mm -hmm. phrase. You told me you hold me until you died, but you're still alive, and I'm here. Fuck yeah. To <clears throat> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I need you to know that I had heard this song before. I thought so. But only in one scenario. I haven't ever heard the actual song. I've only heard the UUU part sang by Kevin in the office. That is the only time I have heard this song. Yeah, yeah, I had no yeah, idea it was a real yeah. song. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And he like grumbles with it. And he like is. So that's uh, I, when the chorus, like when that part hit, I was like, oh. I do know this, Kevin. Uh, and then it's even funnier thinking of Kevin singing this song. Like, now yes. I know Alanis a little more. Like, it's, like it's, a, it's funnier. It's a funnier bit. And so I, I wanted to name that. I'm, uh, like, not ashamed of that. Uh, let's see. I love the way that she says dinner so bitter. Yes. Like, I hate to bug you in the middle of dinner. Uh, dinner. Dinner. And it's, ugh. 
And it, it's like the way she says it, it, you can imagine her face looking like it's in disgust. Like you, the she says it, and the whole body yes. takes in disgust. You can tell. It's like dinner. Uh, <laughs> so she she does this more than once, but like the choice of like oohs and ahs, sometimes landed for me, sometimes didn't. Mm. Just like in the background. Um, this one was, was interesting. So there's, uh, we have the chorus and then there's just like a drop off and the guitars. Yeah. Strumming, and then just like these oohs and ahs. And it's, uh, that could have gone, could have gone differently. Yeah. Um, she could have cut it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad about it every time. Yeah. Oh, and then you use this line in our, in our opening. Every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Ooh. Ugh. But I also thought that. That line, fucking raw, first yes. of all. Second of all, this is actually like a different sentiment than the other lines in this song, which I thought was, like, I sat with it for a while. This is the first time in the song that we have a mentioning of, like, moving oh, on or being with someone right. else, right? Uh, but still framed in the perspective of how it will affect him. Right. So that was kind of interesting, right? Because at first we're talking all about him and who he's with, and you ought to know, and, da, 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 and I have this cross to bear, to then... Like, I will be with someone else, but you'll still feel it, mm. right? And, like, it'll still be with you. It was, like, an added level to that that I really appreciated. I love the guitar at the end in the background, just, like, fucking going for it. Fun fact about that guitar, that was Dave Navarro of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers fame doing the guitar on this one. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I've totally listened to them. God damn it. Um, <laughs> the, the listeners will be happy. One of these days I'll understand it, too. Uh, <laughs> you will. I love the the cut at the end with the Adeno like that. Oh, like the sound cuts, and we just said that's fucking dope. So yeah, that those are my thoughts on you Adeno. What a song! I, yeah, a lot of the same. This is just such an iconic, broken-hearted, angry woman iconic breakup song. This is Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You" in 1995, without a doubt. Oh yeah, oh and yeah. I th- this whole album. Now I'm thinking about it, but yeah, the lyrics are just all dripping with venom spit forth through a forked tongue. Like it's just so vitriolic Ugh. and you feel it. Um, mm-hmm. And w- when, when she hits that line, are you thinking of me when you fuck her? You've got to understand white <laughs> women or women at the time weren't saying shit like this on their albums. Like she was breaking new ground being like, uh. being like I'm a alt rock chick. And I'm saying like, when you fuck her like that's big would they have bleeped that out on the radio what they just dropped the sound out they just are you thinking of me ah. when you her that's what it did ah. but i mean you gotta understand shirley manson from garbage and uh, uh who's her face from hole who killed who killed uh kurt cobain courtney love fiona apple like they all owe so much of, of oh yeah okay atlantis blazed this trail to give women this vo- the voice to be like, yeah, say fucker on the on the album. Do it, do it. I just loved. Well, I'm here to remind you the mess you left when you went away. It's taking her space, not backing down. Absolutely fierce, powerful stuff. I mean, I've heard that song a million times. I'll probably hear it a million more. It, it, it's a reason. There's a reason why Kevin sang it on The Office. Like it's just, it's 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 an achievement <laughs> of a song. And just because it gets played a lot or it's played out doesn't mean it isn't fantastic because it's a it's it's an incredible song right i mean it was still uh it's new to me um (laughs) 
but yeah, it is. I love the, the, the naming of like taking mm -hmm. space, right. Of being like, no, like you might move on, you might do all this, but like, I'm here. I'm not just something that disappears oh, when you walk yes. away. Uh, uh, that's fucking, that's fucking powerful. Next we've got perfect. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so this is, this is a, a song. Um, <laughs> the premise, right. is like pretty much like a toxic parent, like singing to their child, like pushing them to be perfect in order to get love. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's the, the bit, but I do like that. Like we cut right from, you know, I don't know, fucking gunning it, twisting the knife, saying what we have to say to like, okay, now it's soft, soft as shit. Like we are very soft here. And I, it just really makes me admire the build that she makes happen in every song ever. So we're so soft and we've got, uh, a line like, if you're flawless, then you'll win my oh. love. Yikes. And then we've got, let's see. Oh, I like what the guitar does when she says, make me prouder. The guitar oh. does. I, I wish I, I can never. It's, but it's, it, it's like a, mm. it's soft. And this is, this is soft, but still hurtful. Oh, um, yeah. Is, is what this song is. <laughs> right. And then I, I also wanted to like pose this question to you, right? So we have this line that's the least you can do is keep quiet. And it leads us to our second chorus and which we change to be a good girl. And I thought there was something important to that because at first we have, you know, make, do all this stuff, make me prouder, be a good boy is the chorus, so on and so forth. Then we have our, uh, the other verse, the end is, and the least you can do is keep quiet. And then we have a girl. And I thought that intro mattered. Like that, that change felt important to me because of the things that we tell our boys and our mm. girls as toxic parents. Mm. Okay. But quiet's important in the first verse too, right? Like we start with, uh, what's, what's that starting like? Something about sometimes is never quite enough. That's yeah. what it says. I thought it was quiet enough. Is it not? I don't know how to read that works even more than, so yeah. So the only time that we talk about being quiet is when being a good girl. Oh, so then that's, okay. I, that's I get it now. It. I thought you were saying, I thought you were trying to posit to me that, this person, this child started off as assigned male at birth, and then we were cha we were changing oh, no, no, her no, no, to no, no, be no, a no, female. No, I was like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. You're like, this I is was boring. like, you're swinging for the fences on this one here, Caleb. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the first bit is about then the boy. It's how do you be a good boy, you know? And then the next bit is about how to be a good girl, and the least you can quiet. do is keep yeah. quiet. Be a good and girl. And Alanis. Right? Like, I thought... There was, I, so I, mm -hmm. she ain't going to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And so I was naming that as like, she's definitely naming that as like the toxic parent would say to a girl. And the least you can do is keep Ooh. quiet. God, that hurts um, just hearing that. That's fucked up. Yeah. It feels so raw. Like it, like the whole body's like, don't do that. Don't say that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been told to keep quiet. Cause I'm loud. I'm raw. I'm in your face. I'm Jamie. Deal with this. I'm an individual. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, I have to go. I'm an individual. Uh, this has been fun. <laughs> I'm an individual. I don't care what no one says. I just talk it all. I all cry time. at songs. Deal with that shit. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> no, this song. Uh, I'm sorry, do you have any more, more thoughts on this? Please. I like the way that she sang own in the bridge. Mm. It's like I'm doing this for my own damn good, the way she sings it wild. And let's see. We'll love you just the way you are if you're perfect. <sighs> Another one of those gut punch lines where you're just like, fuck, that's a bad parent. 
but yeah, I could see this song really landing for some people. It didn't for me. God bless. I got great parents who didn't say this stuff, but like I could see this being a song that high school person, not maybe not even high school Jamie, right? But you talked about putting it in the headphones, walking down the hallway. I could see someone putting that on and being like, fuck, like this is what they say to me, like kind of thing. And like being really sad and mopey. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I noted the same things you did. Uh, I thought it was quite the shift, huge shift from the last song. I immediately just liked the sound and her voice just has such range. I mean, she was like screaming a minute ago, just rocking out screaming. Yeah. And this time it mm-hmm. felt like she was singing in my ear and telling me a secret and taking care. And like, yeah, just what a lovely uh, way to show that range. Everything else we hit. I just want to, I just want to pay special attention to her voice. Oh yeah, her voice. And I get there later where I'm just like, this voice is. Oh, did you relate to this song at no, all? No, I did. This relate to your life? In I did. Way? I didn't relate to it personally, but I'm. I, I've learned more and more that I'm a very empathetic person, and when so, when I could feel mm. her pain, and I could feel that this hurt her somehow to reveal, and it, I could put myself in the shoes of somebody believing these things, mm-hmm. and it made me emotional. I, I didn't cry in this one, but like it got me. Like it, it, it hit. Uh huh. Yeah. It's okay. You do I cry. I want to <laughs> name every time I do cry for real, <laughs> so I don't lose that. Okay, that's fair. Fair. <laughs> Next, we got hand in my pocket. That harmonica's coming in for you, buddy. <laughs> I I know, and I'm not mad about it, buddy. Ah, ah. I was like, even with like the little solo bridge later, I was like, it's cute. Uh, like it comes, it, it does it. <laughs> The first verse comes in and I'm already in it. I like love it. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Those are the ones that stuck out to me that I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, these like, I'm, I'm all here for these like dichotomies, these binaries that aren't actually there, but like kind of mm-hmm. exist and we understand it. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. How often do you like put those two side by like in contention with each other? Not that often, but I love it. I, I do think that we, we have to discuss two, two things. What's in her one pocket? <laughs> and, then, and then what does the other imagery with the hand mean at all? Like, I just, like, did it get that? Uh, one, I was, like, curious about why we never took both hands out. Like, I don't walk around with just one hand in my pocket that often, so I was just, like, thinking about that. And then two... Like, we have the motions that happen there. We high-five, mm-hmm. we flick a cigarette, we give a peace sign, we play a piano, and we're hailing a taxi cab. And so there's a couple that I see the imagery, I think, work. One that I'm confused about, actually, is playing a piano with one hand. You could pull your other hand out of your yeah. pocket. Just Show name the that. That would make... Like, come on. But, like, what... what, what? The, the one hand in my pocket, I thought that was her just being like, I'm chill. I got... Listen, I'm doing... I'm this, I'm that, but all, all I know is I got I got one hand in my pocket, the other one's hailing a taxi. Like we're just chilling, dude. Like we're just get making our way. We're we're, oh we're walking God. down the street. We're we're hanging out. One hand in my pocket. That's what I thought. Uh, I was like, it's, okay, that's she's fine. Canadian. Let's keep that in mind. There's nothing in that pocket. If anything, it'd be candy for for ch- children and, and vagabonds. Like. <laughs> She's just chilling, man. She's got one hand in her pocket. The other one's flicking a cigarette, bro. We're going. Fine. Uh, 
I think I think verse two is the one that really landed for me overall. But I'm young and I'm underpaid. I'm tired, but I'm working. I care, but I'm restless. I'm here, but I'm really gone. Whew. Yeah. And that one, we're flicking a cigarette at the end. And that kind of felt right. It's like, you know, you just did, you worked, you're underpaid, whatever. Go out back, flick a cigarette. Like that one made sense to me. of just like, all right, fucking do that. Verse three, the favorites that I had, I loved. I'm sad, but I'm laughing. I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. That's that. the first time I'd ever heard <laughs> that <was> shit. <laughs> After the the phrase like oh I've always heard like oh you're a big chicken I'm chicken I can't do it I'm too chicken I didn't know the full phrase was chicken shit uh-huh. and I heard that at, at nine years old you're chicken like, shit oh, where? we can we can say chicken shit <laughs> we can do that and it was a Canadian woman who introduced that to me to chicken <laughs> shit <laughs> so I like the progression from the second and uh, second to last chorus in the last chorus in which we have. I haven't gotten it all figured out just yet. And then in the last one we have is no one yes, has really got it figured yes. out just yet. I like that. Me too. Like, I like, I like that idea. Like, it's like, I haven't figured it. It's like, we all haven't figured it out. I thought this might be a think like this contender. Ooh. Like that might be on this, on that playlist. I thought it might work. Just like, I'm, it's fine. Interesting. <laughs> I got my hand in my pocket. Yeah, man. The, uh, I got a couple, couple things to point out. She's given all these dichotomous, phrases you know i'm drunk but i'm sober i'm young but i'm underpaid she says i'm short but i'm healthy it's like does she think people who are (laughs) under the age of like (laughs) under a five foot five are like unhealthy (laughs) like they're fine alanis you don't need to worry about they should get checked out bro (laughs) they're just short don't be like that i'm short but i'm healthy i like i like that she says i'm wrong and i'm sorry and more people need to use that Mm. phrase when you're wrong just admit you're wrong. I Say you're know. sorry. Move on. I'm not wrong. But Never you are, been. and you have it's hard been. For me. And you and it's just say I'm wrong and I'm sorry. Baby. Cause what it all comes it's down a- to. <laughs> I gotta name that as a growing pain for me. I that's the thing I'm working on. Saying I'm wrong is really if, hard. I'm sorry not as much, but I'm wrong hard. You can say uh, in this space with no, me, you can always admit when you're wrong. And I'll always love you just the same. Oh, uh, the uh, last thing I say, uh, I like that she calls us friends at the end. She goes, and what it all comes down to, my friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're friends? I'm, like, scooting up, it, like, listening to the teacher in the circle. Like, I'm like, what's, we're friends. Yeah, what is it great? Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I see this now that you mentioned it, this being a hit on the mm. radio. This makes sense to me. Next, we have Right Through You. We got this premise of like a businessman, a corporate <laughs> person, a label. So nineties B- business man. Fuck the man. It's the man yes. taking advantage of her and trying to use her to make money, but she sees right through them and overcomes. And this now is just screaming the pre Madonna pre Madonna thing that you had like said they yep. were trying to make her yep. right. Like the this is screaming that, and so this makes so much sense. Also, she starts with. Wait a minute, man. You mispronounced my yeah. name. And I had feelings about that. I had feelings about that line. Which is, one, I don't know how to say this woman's name. It's hard. It, uh, I can't. So, if something is wrong, I can't figure out where the sounds go. So, there's that. Wait, let's, let's, let's get through this together. <laughs> Alanis? Uh, see, but I, I want to, like, Elena. Uh, Alanis. Uh, uh, say it. It's the A, the middle A sound uh, I can't figure out. Alanis. Uh, 
Alanis. So we're halfway there. Fuck that. I, I would. I if me saying her name wrong, I feel like that's grounds. Like I feel like she's being a little oversensitive. That's what I have to say about that. Is that uh, where you want to come down to on making sure we pronounce people's names correctly on this podcast, sir? No, 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 no. Yes, and this okay. is why. This is I'm leaning right into it, which is that a white lady cannot get mad at me for not knowing how to say her name when people won't respect or say black people's name that I don't feel bad for you Atlantis I don't care I I'm taking the opposite view where I'm saying I think we should all take the proper effort to say people's names correctly across the board I agree I agree but, you're li- but what I what I what I can say is I think we sh- we should all be treated equally but oh man, you got pulled over once. Shucks, I'm oh, so man. sorry for you. Get the fuck out of the, here. I'm That's wiping the felt. venom off like, my eyes. eyes. Jeez. Oh. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> so I felt strong wow. about that. Wow. Because like, because I can't say I her would... name well. Okay. And so like it's been a struggle, but it is expected of me to learn how to say her name, right? I... But I I don't want to ever hear that she ever mispronounced a black person's name in my goddamn life. I don't want to hear it. She's not allowed it's to. It's funny, at the, at the beginning of this conversation, I thought you were going to say it was a unifying factor of being like, be like, yeah, it is upsetting when people don't get your fucking name right. Make sure to get people's fucking name right. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh. <laughs> I do agree. I do think you should get everyone's name right. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. What I'm saying is, when I'm hearing this, it, it was, it's, oh my God, it is It is what's happening today. Ooh. It's a 2021 it's in which white women, white women's tears are hard for me. What, what, right? White so women's what? Tears. Like sadness about a system is really hard because, uh, and, and this is a conversation that I may not be the person to have, like to lead this, but we're talking about feminism, the wave of feminism in which we have a lot of white feminism, right? Which does not include black women. And also a lot of times white women tears can be weaponized to hurt black people when, and do so often. When they call the cops and they're scared. Right. Or they're, they're so frustrated they right. cry. He, yeah. I'm scared. He whistled at me. Whatever. Ah, right. And they cry. And then black people end up being to blame and have to deal with those consequences. And so that, I think, is what got triggered here, where she was like, you mispronounced my name. I was like, I'll get the fuck over it. Jiminy Cricket is God confirmed. Pinocchio. <laughs> I, I I mean I pray to him every night. So that makes sense. Um. Dear Jiminy Cricket, <laughs> let people buy my sweatshirts. They're available at. <laughs> I I I'm did not, notice. I'm not plugging my stuff in this. You you wore specifically your purple hoodie. Oh, your this. purple hoodie. Yeah. Purple hoodie. Yeah. Purple hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Only $45, negoartist.com. We're going to, I'm going to put that in the ad break for the next episode. Not cheaply made, cheaply made. <laughs> Quality materials. Yeah, so I'm going to cut that. It's going to be on my website the moment you get to that part. Like it's just going to be playing. And... Oh, now tell yeah. them where to find it quick. Oh, man. 
you want to know where to yeah. find it? Is that yeah? The, what's plug your it? shit, man. Um, plug your shit. Yeah, you can find my hoodies at thenegroartist.com. Um, they come in lavender, yellow, or a light blue. Um, so kind of think Easter colors here. Um, oh wow, that's funny that it comes up in this moment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, forty-five dollars plus shipping, and they're they're they say what you need to hear. You have power, which is a line from one of my poems. Hello, my name is Taylor. I'm the DM and lore master of the Tantalus Tales, a real play D&D podcast following the misadventures of three unlikely heroes across the universe. So, who wants to save the world? Am I getting paid for this? Uh, shut up, Bakar. Yes. Well, I'd say that if, if the world is gone, we probably won't get paid. Can I give it to my god? I, I mean, ideally, no. Alright, so are we just going to solve this in our usual method, you guys? So, you guys try to sneak, and when you get caught, I kill them? More or less. Let's just drench the flagstones in blood like we normally do. Do we want to do help me? I'm okay with the quest that I'm currently on. I'm not here to save the world. The car? I swear to god. <laughs> any god. You're going to get it. Join us for more misadventures on The Tantalus Tales, wherever you find podcasts. Let's be very clear. Intersectional f- feminism, all for, right? Equality and equity, here for. Like, give me, give me, like, please, let's change this system that's problematic. But if you're going to cry about your mispronounced name, when you may not also be pronouncing other people's names, right, uh, it just... Didn't sit well with me. I can tell. Uh, I understand. I see your un- I see your no, discomfort. I'm... And you know, I'm <laughs> I'm just surprised. I'm su- I'm surprised that's where <laughs> that's where you landed. That's fine though. But I love I, I love this fuck the system, fuck the fuck the man. Uh the guitar and drums I think are the real fucking stars during this chorus, like during the song. I I love them. Mute the music here. I'm here for. The line you took a long, hard look at my ass and then played golf for a while. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> if that doesn't scream corporate, the man, I, I don't know what does. Ugh. Once again, we're seeing her the versatility of her voice, describing herself mm. as a sweet back-loaded puppet. Like, you know, I'm just going to control you, do whatever, make you say whatever I want, and you are just got you got that meal ticket energy. It's, it's so confrontational, and that's 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 a kind of thesis for this album. It's, oh, it's yeah. just she is confrontational, calling it out, and not standing for it. Ooh. And this whole this song, I mean, it, it was it was a fuck the man song, and, and overall just had that '90s alt rock guitar. I liked how she said, uh, "You came to wine dine '69," <laughs> and just a fun yeah. power fantasy to, to 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 think about. Being like, oh, hello, Mr. Man. Like, you thought you were going to do this to me, but fuck you. I saw right the fuck through you. You thought I was just this little girl who you can take advantage of. But, like, not, yeah. only, not only is it no, but I'm writing a song about you, and you're not even going to be credited in the fucking song, asshole. Like, get the fuck over it. It was a diss track. This was yep. a diss track, dude. Oh, yeah. you're right. That is what this is for. So that was, sure. it was fun to listen to. And I mean, we got to give her the props. She, she, she shows up with, you didn't think I'd show up with my army. And I, yeah, I yeah. will tell you, when she gets that line, I'm I'm like, I'm in the army. Like, hell, fucking yeah. <laughs> fuck the man. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> she did say that she made a zillion dollars. And I just was like, do you know what the net worth of, yeah. of uh, what, how much money she's making? Uh, no, it wasn't a zillion. No, nah, she wasn't a zillion. 
<laughs> I don't think Close, nations have a zillion dollars. A zillion dollars. Like I don't think. Oh my god, this is a non-important thing. Is that America is considering making a trillion dollar? I heard coin about that. So that they can pay off their debt. I heard about that a while ago. So I remember my, or, I remember some people who watch a lot of Fox News were very upset that Obama was was saying uh, <laughs> was was, was uh, putting this idea out there. And that this brings me to my next point: money's fake. Everybody, guess what? Money's fake. Money's not real. <laughs> the government just decided to give us all money that it's one time, real, and we're right. all like still walking around, like running around for it. Money's sure. not real. So here's the paper: ball yeah. out, ball, ball out. Ball it up. Ended up balling. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I've got so much to pull from now. Next, we've got... I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Next, we've got Forgiven. Yeah. It it starts with, like, an acoustic Mm -hmm. guitar and an electric guitar, like, stroke. Like, we got both going on. I thought, the fuck... This is where the vocals were just, like, fucking coming for me the vocal belting during like the chorus. And then we got like this immediate cut down and like softness in the for verse two. We know how to build, we know how to cut it. And then we know how to come fucking back. Like we know what we're doing. Um, we've got that chorus is, uh, we all had our reasons to be there. We all had uh, a thing or two to learn. We all needed something to cling to. So we yeah, did. dude. Ooh, we are talking religion, baby. We are talking religion. Um, <laughs> Shit. I love the Alleluia echoes in yes. the verse two. I'm like, that's fucking dope. I love this line. In the name of the Father, the skeptic yes. and the son, I had one more stupid Woo! question. Oh, I, I love that one too, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were singing that from. That was top. so good. Oh, I, I, just love love that. That. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that little. Po- it's, it's so her energy, and it's such an, an, an interesting and fun way to put that that like biting fucking spin on what she's already taking down. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh man. Right. So so the premise is like everyone clings to religion because we need something to cling to, but she, which I wish you could say her name, always had <laughs> issues with it and like then saw the hypocrisy in it, right? And like just decides not like is like not okay with it and is naming kind of the hypocrisy in it. What one thing is like she's confessing something to an envious man, right? Like there are these lines that are just really like scathing critiques of of this of religion and it is well done and the vocals are what i really love um the acoustic fingering like picking of the guitar happens throughout the whole song but it like gets it's like subtle and i i love that too so yeah that's that's mm-hmm. forgiven um how did you how did you feel uh, like liked... jamie super in love with this song? <laughs> that was okay it's not it's never one i'm gonna put on uh, but I did, I did like the sound of this one too. I thought the sound was very interesting. Like it was immediately right off the bat. The line "No fun with no guilt feelings" I thought was interesting. Where she just because oh. the Catholic Church uh, tends to be really good at instilling instilling a feeling of guilt and shame. Uh, it's kind of just when people are mm-hmm. quote unquote recovering Catholics, you you, you find that a lot. And then yeah. she has a line: "My brothers never went blind for what they did," and I was like, "Is that is that masturbating?" Did you ever hear that? Like, you better stop. You better stop. <laughs> you blind. Yeah. No. That was. From that was a common, like, an old housewives tale or whatever. Oh my. Old wives tale. Yeah. God. Has that? No, happened? you can't go blind from masturbating, motherfucker. Worried. I'd be. I wouldn't. Be, I'd, be, I'd be Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I really don't like that. I don't like that I chose the card. You'd be all. Yeah, I'd be all the. I don't like that I chose a cartoon character with the word "goo" in it. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's what got me. That I'd be Mister Magoo, and I was like, mm, uh. um. I think that's, I can leave it there for, for forgiven. I don't have anything. You, you've said pretty much everything else. Well, then next we've got you learn. And we've got a base that's coming through. And I fucking yep. love that. Urgh, I love me a base. Mm. We've got our album name. Yes. Alert. Yes. We've got Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> love to see it. Gotta give them that. And so like the premise is recommending taking on the hard lessons yeah. to learn. You know, the Jagged Little Pill. So that you learn, right? Like, take on these hard things, and you learn. It's good for you, I guess. Um, You didn't like it? (laughs) It was fine. I thought, I did think this was like, this is a, think like you can, think like this contender. Like, I did, like, I think it fits. Like, take the hard lessons, learn, you can do it, it's good. Like, yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If uh the the i like the way that she sings you lose Mm. i love the line i recommend sticking your foot in your mouth at any time feel free i was like yeah jamie this is for you um (laughs) feel free uh this is a safe space yeah and so i I, this is where i got to the point where i was like i think a lot of this album is just so simple Mm -hmm. and accessible but in like a good way because like the course of this song is is so simple it's just you live, you learn. You love, you learn. You cry, you learn. You lose, you learn. You bleed, you learn. You scream, you learn. Like, it is just it is just simply this happens and you learn. Come on. Like, it's so simple. Things are tough. You're going to learn. But at the same time, that's not a bad thing. It hits. Sometimes the truth is as simple as that. Right? Yeah, that's that's kind of the summation of the thoughts I had on it, too. I, I, I said everything we go through is in our own service so long as we're learning. So she gives all these examples of what can happen, yep. what can you can bleed, you can cry, you can choke, you can burn. Like, but as long as you're learning, as as long as you're able to have that mindset, that is actually in service to you in the end, which I thought was cool. Yep. The only thing I want, I want to point out is uh, I love the way she sings settles when she says, wait until the dust settles. It's like the, the wait until the dust <laughs> settles. Fuck yeah. <laughs> She's got range. Oh. She's got she's got vocals, man. She, and unpredictable. She like you never know when she's gonna when she's gonna be cradling you and, and, and giving you a lullaby or when she's gonna be fucking screaming at you to be like, Mr. Man <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yes, that's all I have on you learn. It's a gra- uh, it's just a great little fun song. Fun. Oh, one, one more thing. <laughs> at, the, at the end she says the fire trucks are coming up around the bend. And I was like, I don't know. How the fire trucks are involved here, but I like the way you said it. <laughs> I think that line stood out to me too, and I was like, yeah. I wonder. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> All right, next we have Head Over Feet. Oh, I, I've heard this one. Did I you? This okay. One. This is the one that I had heard, actually. Yeah. I wrote, by this point in the album, I'm happy to hear her singing about actually finding yes! love. Um, <laughs> it feels earned. First of all, we learned. Then we got then we got to love, uh, which was beautiful. Uh, you held your breath and the door for me. Thanks for your patience. Oh, oh, he was gentleman. No, but also just kept waiting on her. You know, took time. Uh, we love a harmonica solo. Here for it. 
And okay, she has this line, you're my best friend, best friend with benefits. And I want to know, did she create the term? I think she did. I think she did. I tried to find other passages for it. And I was like, yo, she coined the fucking term. I think Alanis Morissette gave us friends with benefits. Wow. And she made it seem really sweet. Gotta give hats off to her. Now now it's turned into some whole thing. My best friend with benefits. I would argue not sweet uh, anymore. But, you know, polygamy is a thing, uh, right? Polyamory, whatever. Taylor gets it. <laughs> you always conflate the two. You motherfucker. I do. Separate things. <laughs> uh, polygamy is all the same. Are you saying all polygamists look the same to you? I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> like they can work at a uh, ranch fair at some point. Yeah. You're not fucking wrong. I wondered, I wondered, I wondered. Oh, God. We support every lifestyle. Doesn't mean there's not funny aspects to it. Sorry, folks. Same. Get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, more thoughts on uh, Head Over Feet? Yeah, let's see. Um, oh, so we have the line, I'm aware mm. now. And I love how the lines are like accompanied by like a lack of music in the background. Like her mind is actually clear. Like, and that's just was a cool bit. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like this song. I, yeah. I like this song a lot. This one, this one got me emotional too. This one hit. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I, especially the, the first line of, I had no choice but to hear you. I love this feeling of her uh, shedding her armor a little bit or softening in some way. And it's the contrast that makes her fierce. It's this contrast that makes her fierce songs all the more effective. Like, this is what's underneath. When I'm screaming at you about, I'm here to remind you of this and that, it's because this is here. Like, this softness, this tenderness, that that, that person needs to be protected oh, oh. for, for when, when I feel like I can be treated like a princess and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. And so dynamic vocally. Once again, she's going back and forth. I pulled out the line, your love is thick and it swallowed me whole. I don't know what that means, but I love, but I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I almost pulled it out and I was like, but I don't know what thick, it means. Your love is thick. <laughs> oh, your love is thick. Dang girl. I love thick. <laughs> you look like the kind of person to spend all day on a baked potato <laughs> soup so I could come home and snuggle on up on the couch and watch forensic files with you, girl. <laughs> That's some thick love. <laughs> yeah. The, the line that stuck out to me also, I wanted to put, uh, put in your radar was when she says, what took me so long? Which means this guy has been hanging out, waiting for her, mm. and I was like, uh-oh, this could be like an incel anthem. Are you familiar with incels, Caleb? Um, I, I, I know that, so and I don't. It's a group of it? very angry men. It, incel means involuntary. Yeah, it's like, I know they're Involuntarily bad celibate. <laughs> which they think being like a good guy mm. and a nice guy and all this stuff entitles them to the reward, quote unquote, of women in their mind. So they always want to be around. They like, oh, can't she see? Can't she see? I'm really the one for her. Like her boyfriend's an asshole, and I'm always around. Like, can't can't she see? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh oh, this uh, don't don't tell the incels about this song. I, my buddy, when he gets really sad, uh, and has had sometimes, he doesn't do that, but he'll go on Reddit. Has a forever alone. Yeah. Uh, Reddit, and that that's really similar. Like 
sad things. That's that's it. That's all I want to go with that. Yeah, let's not have yeah. to hear this song. And for anybody who's out there who's 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 hard having a hard time in love right now, just keep going, keep trying. You'll get there. But you're not entitled to shit. I, I <laughs> last thought yep. I had was she has the line, "I've never wanted something rational," and I like how she took the word rational to get all Alanis on it. She's had this sweet, caring song. She's like, I never <laughs> yep. wanted something rational. <laughs> she totally does her fucking Atlantis on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm rational. <laughs> okay. All right. Next, we've got Mary Jane. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Jamie gave me yeah. a look here. Uh, so this is, I, I guess, a ballad, you know? The premise is, you know, a woman who's down and out. That's what I got. I think, let's see, one of the lines that really got me was, I hear you're counting sheep again, Mary Jane. What's the point of trying to dream anymore? And I was just like, oh. Ooh. Oh. Here you're counting sheep, but what's the point of sleeping? Like, what What are you hoping for even? What's, oh, man. Uh, we've got the line that I want to tat on my chest. Uh <laughs> Well, it's full speed, baby, in the oh, wrong direction. Yes. <laughs> just, it's not funny, but it, like out of context, it's a great line. But like, uh, yeah, it's just weird. I so I like the sound of this song. I did too a lot. Yeah, I really like the way this sounds. Uh, the bass during the line. That's why I love you. Mm. Love that. Oh, the way she carries Jane at the end really works. I can't do it because I'm not a singer. I, but do, you I know. do know. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh. <laughs> So I'd never heard this song before. I listened to it on this album. Uh, oh. This is, again, one of her songs where it seems like she's an angel singing to you, <laughs> taking care to, to get things right. That lonely guitar. And I got big Counting Crows vibes off of this song. Did, that, did this remind you of Counting Crows at all? Ooh, I give you that. Yep. And I fucking yep. loved yep. it. Yep. That's it. Because it felt like I knew it. I was like, I uh, yeah. Oh. And the, the line, I hear you're losing weight, Mary, again, Mary Jane, do you ever wonder who you're losing it for? Oh, that's, that's such a scary image. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's like... Bro, that's a trigger for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's upsetting. And it just feels like a deeply personal song. And she has this line where she says, please be honest, Mary Jane, are you, are you happy? And then she like drops out of mm-hmm. singing. And just please, it almost like a vocal performance and just says, yep, please don't. And then goes back into singing. Don't censor your tears. I was like, good God. Yeah. When she eliminates the, the uh, musicality from her voice and just begs to say, please listen to me. I felt it. I felt it big time. It's raw. And then she says, take this moment, Mary Jane, to be selfish. Worry not about the cars that go by. All that matters, Mary Jane, is your freedom. So keep warm, my dear. Keep dry. And I thought that it was just such a powerful way to convey that it's sometimes it's okay. You got to know in your own life when it's okay to be quote unquote selfish. And when it's actually just like taking care of your own shit, not worrying about pleasing other people or doing what's expected of you. It's like you, when the plane's going down, you put your mask on first, Mary Jane, fucking take care of yourself, be selfish in this moment, get yourself right. And I hope she did. I don't know who Mary Jane is, but I really hope she's okay. <laughs> right. Don't know. We hope we do. We go. Come on. <laughs> Mary Jane. We hope so. Yeah. You. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I thought that was a beautiful song. <sighs> Mary Jane. It's beautiful. Sad. 
hard. And I, and also like you talk about that last line, the because all that matters, Mary Jane, is your freedom. This is also like our moment of even in the sad down and out song of like empowerment, yeah, right? Yeah, like that, that is what we're naming that. It's not yeah. just being outside needing a raincoat. It's um, like <laughs> you got to get this <laughs> work on your own shit. Yeah. Next we have ironic, which you said was a big big old. Yeah, thing. you've never heard the song before. No, I never heard this song. That's crazy. That's is that wild? wild? I mean, I've never heard ironic. I've heard a lot of things that are ironic. Um. Which uh, I, sh- I guess I, c- I should point uh, out at the top. Um, all of these examples that she gives. Did you note this? Because t- I don't want to take it away if, if you went on this journey. All the things that she lists as ironic are not actually irony. They're just bad luck. <laughs> right. That's what I... That's I did think that, but I wasn't yeah, confident. No. I was like... People use the word irony yeah. wrong. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she just committed yeah. to that. And I was just going to let it go. Because I'm sure when it was a big old hit, people no. didn't know. People still don't know. And so I was like, I don't know if this is irony. Like I was like, listen, and I was like, I don't know. But I was like, I'm I'm not going to be the, the, what's the word? Vocab police here. Like I'm going to let it go. <laughs> Fine. I love the acoustic guitar sound. I think I'm just a big acoustic guitar person. But then when the whole band oh. comes in on the chorus of It's Like Rain, I fucked with that. I love that. It's like I can't. I can't um, not do it. I can't. I can't not, I have to. I have to. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife. And I was just like, Jamie. Personally, we would get this. We've been in this. <laughs> um... uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Take that. You don't have the proper amount of silverware available to you at your Iowa City location. <laughs> <laughs> What you gonna do, Sean? What you gonna do uh, now, Sean? <laughs> oh, you're name dropping. You name dropping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose then I should probably let you know that Sean actually requested to sponsor the did show. Did he really? <laughs> no, he didn't. Did he really? No, I was gonna say no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, leave it in. <laughs> actually, for my own professional. When does this come out? Oh no, it'll be fine. Okay. I, I do have a partnership, a partnership with Mosley's uh, on my own personal, you know, producing level. But this is this is not that. This is separate. They heat up their meat in a bag of water. <laughs> you need. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> silverware uh that got me that's if you work in the service industry i'm sure that line hit for you uh, <laughs> um okay so i like the choice that she makes we talked about this in the other song in which she's like uses her speaking yes. voice just to say the line it's meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife like she just says that like that's just a, she's like it's meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful like and you're just like oh i it hurts i don't even know how she does that yep. where she just drops all performance and is so intimate it feels like yep. she's talking to me it's so impressive yep. it's like we could have literally been right next to each other like it is so powerful in that way this is a good song this is a good song it's a good song right it permits that life is ironic even though like we'll, we'll question how ironic works <laughs> but it's like so it's constantly giving you good things too late mm. right life has a funny way of helping you out uh and it's like because it doesn't Life sucks. Um, mm. Ironic, isn't it? Are you it? okay? That's Are you doing how irony okay, works. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. 
Okay. I'll see you next week. We can we can talk it out later. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's all I've got on on ironic. I think it's a pretty straightforward. I will say song. this song fucked me up as an eight year old. Uh, it starts <laughs> out an old man turned ninety eight. I was like, got it. I was like, he won the lottery. I was like, oh, wonderful. And he died the next day. And I was like, oh <laughs> fuck. I was like, that's something that can occur. Oh no. Like an eight year old being introduced to that concept. All of a sudden, the darkness has just been offered to yeah, you. Yeah, never went back. It really did. It, it it screwed me up. Like I thought about that for way too long. White women love to sing this song at karaoke, and I've never heard it done well. Not even once. Oh, that's although right. I, I I would do. I want to. I want to take a quick uh, karaoke tangent. So the bar I work at. Did I do this last week? So there's this white girl, this little white girl who comes in and sings. And she's a beautiful singer, like sincerely one of the best karaoke singers I've ever heard. Okay. And she sings like hearts crazy on you, uh, total eclipse of the heart. And then towards the end of the night, she put on Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. And I was like, I was like, like, girl, are we doing this? You already have a, you can walk out right now, fucking flawless victory. Just leave and you will be one of the best. You want to do Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. She gets up there. Fucking kills it. I'm convinced Whitney Houston's ghost inhabited uh. this little girl. I couldn't believe it. I was looking for an excuse to like get in and not like it, but she fucking killed it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that, why and how. Well, this is, this is fun for my life. Uh, this is now just a tangent, which is that uh, my, my lady loves, she loves karaoke. So she sings all like, so I've gone to karaoke more often in my life now recently than ever. Uh, because she's just like, let's go. I love it. And she can sing. So it's dope. It's okay. a great time. But yeah. I'm excited. Maybe, perhaps perhaps in a week's that. time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like the way she says, when you think everything's gone wrong and everything blows up in your face. That's fun to sing. <laughs> then the other thing I noted, once again, taking that vocal performance out of it, the very end. And yeah, I really do think. It's like, Ray! it's once again, talking talking yep. to me like yep. I'm her friend. And at this point, I feel like we're friends. I feel like we've been on a journey and we're, we're, we're going to keep going for two more songs. We've been through this pain, through this fight, together. We're all together. Uh, and I do think part of it is also just like the flawless in and out of the voice, yeah. right? Like it is the, we're singing, singing right into the normal voice to then singing. And like, it just, it just happens quick and easy. Uh, it's just a switch that's flipped. Next, we've got Not the Doctor. I, I, I This this song didn't super mm. land for me. I, I get it. <laughs> okay. uh, it felt <laughs> long. Mm. <laughs> it's not that long. It's only three minutes and 48 <laughs> seconds. But I think it was it was just like, <laughs> yeah. But I did like the line. I, I, I liked a few. Um, I don't want to be your other half. I believe that one and one makes yep. two. I was like, that's healthy. We love that. We love to hear that. Come through. Teach the people. 19. Let them know. Yeah, 19 and knew that. Love it. She's grown. I don't want to be your idol. See, this pedestal is high and I'm afraid of heights. Love that line too. Like, don't put yep. me up there. Don't do, no, I don't want to do, no, 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 no. That, that line hit uh, for me. This is like, this, this, this is the. Uh, it's good advice, folks. Oh, buddy. It's good advice. <laughs> it is. It's like, I don't want to be right. Like, don't do it. And, oh, it's, she's, she's just. Talking straight to us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for your fractured heart and its wounded Ugh. feet. And I just, like, I've heard so much imagery about a heart, like, as a as a poet, as a soft boy, as a whatever. Uh, 
there's so much imagery, but I really love the particular fractured heart wounded and wounded beat really worked for me because I don't know what that is, but I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's something fun about that kind of work. So yeah, those are the things I liked about it. What what were your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I think I liked it a little more than you. I don't think I'm ever, this is an aux chord choice, but I liked, once again, it's all about her claiming space and taking what's hers refusing to be fucking hidden and i love it like she's she doesn't want to be this your secret she's not your fucking bottle of whiskey in the bottom of your drawer right i'm alanis morissette if, if, and i'm out in the open True. like deal with that shit like it, it was confrontational yeah you gotta own it, it. it yeah yeah i'm out here and i like that she says you're a very big boy now and i was like maybe she's in maybe alanis is into the uh the bigger boys maybe she likes a little bit of the uh oh my god is that i no. thought so maybe <laughs> The line came from, I don't want to be, I'm not your mom or yeah. something. You're a very, You're a very big, big boy now. Boy now. <laughs> yeah. <'cause... laughs> no, I'll fuck it. I hear you reaching. I hear what you need. No, no, it's fine. And yeah, when she you. says, you know, I'm not the doctor, of course, she's not here to fix you. She's not here to, to service you. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. And up next, we and lastly, yep. right, we've got Wake Up. And I wrote... Oh, shit. We came out swinging lyrically. Like, oh, my God. Uh, This person cannot be satisfied. You like snow, but only if it's warm. You like rain, but only if it's dry. Like, oh, shit. And the way that she sings dry is great. But, (laughs) like, this idea of, like, you just can't be satisfied. Like, you like this, but not really. Like, it is just, like, fuck. Uh, Pulling your card. (laughs) There's another album you listened to where somebody wanted to swim without getting wet. Do you remember? Oh, my God. No, I don't. But I remember so that. So it was uh, it was Adam Duritz of Counting Crows, who, who had a who uh, I, I forget I forget the the song, but he lists all these things almost the exact same way of like I want this but not that I want I want I want to see you leave without seeing yes, you watching yes, you go yes and I was like wait a minute yep, I want to yep, go back yep. in time, and instead of killing baby Hitler, what I want to do is get Adam Duritz and Alanis Morissette together because we know they're going to break up. Together. And they're going to make the best fucking album I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is what we need to do. We need to set them up. Ooh, just taking down the days until. I love the idea of going back in time for things that are completely unimportant. Um, I love the, the spooky bass in the mm-hmm. background of like, you like pain. Right. And like, that's there. I was really intrigued by the imagery, but I don't understand if I get it in the context of the song, but it's well there's an apprehensive naked little trembling boy with his head in his hand and there's an underestimated and impatient little girl raising her hand and i'm not sure that i under i'm not sure i've unpacked it that's that's so i bring it to the uh, <laughs> i spent some time out. with that too trying to make sense of it <laughs> i think at least what's trying to do is speak to uh, female empowerment where it's like don't be t- paying attention to this trembling crying boy Pay attention to this girl who's bold enough to be standing strong and raise her hand. But I think that's what she was going for. But also me, I'm like, but that boy's sad. Like, <laughs> but, but help him. Help right. Him. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, but I, 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 so I think she was going for, like, pay attention to the ones who are being bold and asking for what they want, not the ones who are being passive is the best take I can have on it, but I don't know. Well, I was, cause I was curious also about setting up that image would play a huge role. in also not only how 
she feels about the system, right? Which is system, pay attention to, to the girl raising teacher, right? Pay attention to the kid raising their hand, but also somewhat of this contention that, and, and this conflict that exists between the boy and the girl, yeah. right? Which is like the system is part of what's creating that conflict between the two of them. Uh, is they're in the same room and one boy is obviously not happy and neither is the girl and the system is choosing one or the other. And there's like this interesting, they're not in the same place as they, as each other. Uh, so there's a lack of understanding. I don't know. So I thought there was this interesting, it's a dichotomy for sure, right? It, it is a clear difference between one type of person or another. I'm with you with the idea of it being women empowerment or like the idea of like pay attention to the person who's trying to get the attention uh, and who deserves it and, and whatnot. But it is interesting because why make the naked little boy trembling? Like why, yeah. why make him... Not only because he's not passive, like uh, he's not only he is passive by keeping his head in his hands and whatnot, but like why keep why make him terrified or or frightened or or not of like mental yeah. stability, right? Like not of like a place of passivity that's like lying on the couch watching mm. TV, right? Like the, those two images could have been put next to each other, and that would have meant yeah, something yeah, yeah, different. yeah. Um, so I don't know. So I'm just like, I was like intrigued by it, but I was like, I don't think I, I've I got it. This is one of the only images in which I was like, I think I've missed something. And I don't think I know the I don't end. think I do either, but that, that did trip Completely. me up too. Like I did notice that one. That's all I got on Wake Up. Um, now I want to go back and listen to Counting Crows. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think that, that, that does it for uh, Jagged Little Pills. So now the age old question. Oh, is, baby. I, I want to know all if right. Atlantis is coming to the cookout. Yeah, uh, I kind of feel like, yeah. I was uh, hoping so. I, we fucking love yes. a rebel. You know what I'm saying? Like, we fucking love a rebel. And so I feel like, yeah, I feel like she fits right in. Like, she'd come in, she'd call bullshit bullshit. She'd be like, nah, right? And she could, she would also clown on some people because I feel like she's got a oh, savage yeah. side. We just know she does. I so, feel like she'd definitely play, like, dominoes so, with the wands. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah. She's going to come in and she's going to know how to hold her own in a way that's, like, wild. So, someone's going to, you know, we black people play the dozen. Someone's going to make fun of her and she's going to bring it right back. And everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, we see you. Okay, come sit with us. Like, you know, like, he's going to be like, that kind of shit. Uh, it is, it's going to be good. She's going to know what food's the good food. I don't know why she would know that, but I just feels right. Feels like her instincts that's what it is. I trust her instinct. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that answer. <laughs> She's coming to the cookout because you trust her instincts. And that can't be taught. That's not something you can earn. Yeah. It's something you either got or don't. You can't. And that's it. She's just got it. Interesting. So now, is Chance coming I to brunch? I think Chance is coming to brunch for sure. Uh-huh. Is it because he talks uh, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that might be a small... That might be a small <laughs> part of it. But I, I think... I, I, okay, I'm basing it also off of who he is as a person, and who, the only other time I've interacted with with uh, Chance the Rapper outside of this album is the two times he's hosted SNL. Have you seen him hosting SNL? Oh, yeah. I've Both seen are these, notably yeah. fantastic episodes, and I can tell that the writers and the cast members like him a lot because they're always giving him... He's never playing the straight man in any of the sketches. He's always getting like the good, funny shit. That tells me like he he works well within a group. Like he's going to be able to attune to a room and embrace whatever's going on and have a good time doing it. And he just seems like a happy guy. <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's got too much of a he like. He does. Uh, he's going to have a good time, and we're all going to have a better time because of it. At brunch. 
Oh yeah, Chance is the is the first person I saw in concert. Oh Probably shit! Have shared that before. Uh, he's just a good guy. It shines through. <laughs> he's cute too. So he's coming to brunch. Uh, what's her face is coming to Alanis. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> one more time. Try it one more time. I'm just saying. But I, I, I'm saying if she comes to the cookout and she says one person's name wrong, I'm flipping a table. It's uh, loaded. <laughs> Alanis. Nailed it. I'm not even sure if I said a T in there. Is that right? You hit it. I'm not going to say her name. But I'm going to mention Jagged Little Pill all the time. you be like, yeah, you know the person who's saying Jagged Little Pill? Great. Uh, you know that Morissette? Uh, you did it! <laughs> uh, not going not gonna to happen often. We have to decide which album is the better album. Okay, see, this is tough because always my go-to is which one seems more honest. And that one, I can follow that through oh. and logic it out. But both of these seem really, really honest. So then the next place I go is which yep. one seems more risky. Yep. And I... I, I still... <laughs> I think... Oh, God. Yeah, jeez. Oh man, um, yeah. I think I'm good. People don't sound like Chan. People don't sound like Chan. But we also have to name that people. People, Jagged Little Pill was was the cornerstone of a lot of things that people sound like now. I I think I'm going to lean. I honestly didn't know which way I was going to go. I'm going to lean towards Jagged Little Pill just for the trailblazing nature of it, and how many mm, female mm -hmm, artists mm -hmm. state her as an in state her and this album as an influence on their work that's um, right let's let's be real it's because of the friends with benefits line and that i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh oh oh, oh. Uh, okay um and if you don't agree we can take it to a coin i hear you i i'm really i i'm not you had no choice but to hear me sure <laughs> <laughs> i think both are musically rich uh, I okay. Talk me through it. Okay, well, right, right, right. Because like, I think we have to name that acid rap has more fun. Yes. In general, that exists, and that's fun, right? Uh, we got to name that just because like Cardi B won, I think, last week because he was like because it was enjoyable. Mm, yeah. Uh, like it was it was fun to listen to, and that matters. But I, Jagged Little Pill is still fun to listen to. You just got to be in the mood to like fucking yell at the man, right? Um. Which I am most of the time, so I, I guess <laughs> it's good. Ah, okay. I will. I I think it's jagged little pill. I think it is. I think they are so neck and neck. To yeah, me. this one is. This I think is the hardest one I've had. I think this is the hardest one. This is close. This was really, really uh, close for me. Yeah. Yeah, but this is this is I think the hardest choice. But I think we jagged little pill. Okay. I I do think we have to account for iconic, right? Like we have yeah. to count for foundational work. Yeah. Definitely didn't see that one coming. I love. I never know which way you're gonna go. It's so great. Speaking of which, <laughs> do you know what my album is going to be for next week when we discuss live and in person? You're right. I do not know. Please give it to me. I'm a little scared. Oh, oh, oh you want to know? I, I, okay. So, oh, and now I understand. I was like, I thought you were like setting me up. Like, do you know? I was like, no, I don't. Tell me. I will tell you. So this is a complete act of self indulgence on my part. I, uh, I'm going to give oh. you. The album Dignity and Shame by Crooked Fingers. Crooked Fingers what? is a band nobody knows. 
So I'm also going to be doing my part to uh, get them hopefully some more streams on Spotify. I don't want to. T- oh, okay. I, I don't want to tell you anything about them other than this is an album I love deeply, and I am I am giving it to you ooh, as a treat for ooh. my birthday. That's fair. Is it contemporary? Give me timeline. I think it came out in 2003 or 2004, somewhere in there. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to give you an album that you may have heard. I'm not actually, I don't, I don't know. Midnight Marauders by A Tribe Called Quest. I have not. No. No. Then yes. That's, you need to, you need to, yes. Awesome. Um, This is, this is, oh yeah. I've, I've heard of A Tribe Um, Called Quest, but I've never, I couldn't, I couldn't name you a single song. Yeah. So then you're going to, you're going to need this in your life. Um, (laughs) Oh, they're the ones who can kick it. That's what you've got. (laughs) They're the ones who can kick it. I'm sure you've actually heard their songs or at least like samples of their songs or something like that because they, they just have done it's it's yeah. Okay. So, so bet that's what we've got for next week. I've got to listen to dig to be a chain by crooked fingers. You've got midnight Marauder. Yeah. That's, that's been the, the, the episode. Okay. Uh, so until next week, my name is Jamie Driscoll. You can follow me at the Mr. Driscoll on Twitter. And if you've got my number, Text me. Tell me about the show. I love I love getting uh, corrections, comments, <laughs> anything you want to talk to me about about the show. I always love hearing it. And I'm Caleb, the Negro Artist Rainey. You can find me on social media as the underscore Negro Artist. Um, or you can find me on my website, thenegroartist.com. This has been The Other Side of the Tracks, another episode in the books. We've had a great time and a lot of feeling. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you on the other side. It's going down. That's it. Fantastic. (laughs) How long was that?